Welcome to Two Open Doors, the podcast that explores our power to open or close the doors of relationship with the important people in our lives. We hope you'll learn from and share your wisdom with our community. Thanks for joining us. As we all know, relationships evolve. Even those relationships that start off full of light and fire can and usually do cool over time. In some cases, the connection between partners may weaken to the point that it no longer sustains a relationship, in which case the partners may separate. In other cases, the partners may choose to stay together, but with a more emotionally distant connection. The resulting attenuated connection can become a fossil of what it was before. Despite these tendencies, it's possible to revitalize a flagging relationship so as to give it new life. That possibility doesn't rely on forms of artificial life support, but rather on a reconnection with and a deepening of what previously linked the partners. We'll explore that hopeful possibility in this episode. It's well known that the magnetism that initially draws partners together fades, and comparatively quickly, typically within the first six months to a year of intimate connection. That's a reflection of the underlying biology of human attraction, in which declining dopamine and serotonin levels combine with growing interpersonal familiarity and thus a decrease in tantalizing novelty to reduce the initial draw between the partners. More mature committed relationships that have existed in the attachment-dominated bonding stage for some time can succumb to a different dynamic. Ongoing interpersonal interactions can surface repeated behaviors that irritate one or both partners, and the growing familiarity between them can also reveal personality traits or beliefs or goals that are misaligned between the partners. Such rifts can create both increased emotional distance and less sharing of time and activity between the partners. Over time, that can move the relationship from the bonding state to a fading state that is marked by a decreased sense of commitment between the partners. Such a relationship can become a faded photograph of what it once was. Unlike the decline of initial attraction, which can happen in a relatively short time, the fading of an intimate, committed relationship can happen gradually over a much more extended period. Committed relationships can be eroded by the drip, drip, drip of life's challenges, like water drops wearing away a granite slab. Beyond the negative impact of such challenges, monotony and boredom can set in. A couple may gradually share fewer and fewer novel experiences, settling instead into a daily cycle of sameness and predictability. That may not seem like a problem, and in fact it may almost sound attractive, but as the insightful psychotherapist Esther Perel has noted, we humans need a regular diet of excitement, novelty, and challenge, as well as stability, safety, and predictability. It's easy to minimize the reduced quality of life that comes with a humdrum existence, especially given that making changes in order to introduce novelty takes energy and courage. It can seem far easier to continue to coast along on a well-worn path. In fact, many very long-term relationships probably exist in that sort of stasis, perhaps throughout a couple's lifetime together. Adhering to the Western marital expectation of staying together till death do us part, despite a possible lack of a relationship vitality, can provide further disincentive for making significant changes to a long-term relationship. Let's consider the case of a couple who have been in a long-term relationship for many years. Their life may be relatively stable, with few major challenges to rock their boat. 
As is likely, given their long-term relationship, they may be well-aligned in terms of beliefs, worldview, and life goals. The differences in their personalities, interests, and preferences may not intrude upon the general level of harmony in their shared life, and those differences may in fact introduce enough variety to add spice to their life together. Despite all of these green light indicators, the partners may feel a distance creeping into the space between them. They may find themselves spending less time doing things together and perhaps more time in their individual orbits. The love between them may remain strong, but they may feel decreased sensual and sexual attraction. Perhaps they may turn to other relationships with friends, and perhaps with lovers in the case of a polyamorous couple, to fill the emotional void. How healthy is the preceding sort of relationship? Rome doesn't seem to be burning, but the trend for the relationship seems to be toward continuing weakening of the bond. Is that normal and to be expected for a long-term relationship, or is remedial action indicated? From my perspective, waiting for a five-alarm fire is not the best strategy for ensuring the continuing health of an intimate relationship. Nurturing a relationship requires that both partners maintain vigilance over how their relationship feels. Doing that requires a regular taking of stock so that potential problems don't become overwhelming or entrenched. Regular communication between the partners can help identify and address budding problems. Doing this in a formal way can help ensure that it happens, since otherwise, life's ongoing demands can distract the partners from this important task. As an example of this discipline, I've previously described that my wife Penny and I have an annual re-upping ceremony on our anniversary, during which we both assess our relationship and reaffirm that we want to continue our connection. That may seem like a mock process, but both of us are serious about staying in relationship because we each want to remain connected. Of course, we don't wait until our anniversary date to take stock. We do that ongoing and discuss both the joys and the possible concerns that occur in the course of our relationship. That way, there are no unexpected and unpleasant surprises come time for our renewal of connection. What can one do if there are signs that one's committed relationship is losing vitality? Obviously, there's no one answer to such a broad question. The first step is to diagnose the problem or problems so that the couple can then discuss the situation. Sometimes, a relatively minor adjustment can suffice. Perhaps the couple needs to share more outings and experiences to reduce boredom from sameness or a felt decrease in connection. In other cases, a change in life circumstances may be required. That could entail a change in jobs that have become too demanding on the couple's personal lives, or a change in living location to reduce stress or provide a more soulful existence. On perhaps the most fundamental and impactful level, perhaps the couple needs to discuss some aspect of their relationship itself. That would likely be the case if there has been infidelity within the couple. It might, though, also be necessary if other relationships are felt to be intruding on the couple's core connection, as sometimes happens in the lives of polyamorous couples. Of course, making significant course corrections in a committed relationship is not a small matter. The emergence of the sorts of things that can require such changes can also create a lot of fear around the potential loss of the relationship. Still, blinding oneself to such problems is no solution at all. If anything, that's likely to just let the problems progress. This is a case where being true partners enables both partners to know that they're not alone in facing the challenge, and that both partners are vested in collaborating to ensure the survival and thriving of their relationship. Being in a long-term committed relationship can be a tremendous source of joy and satisfaction in life. 
Not surprisingly, such a relationship requires good stewardship by both partners. Commitment means that those partners can rely on each other to hang tight in challenging circumstances and to work with each other to nurture their connection. Committed partners care deeply for one another and for the relationship. It's also a blessing that such a couple is not alone in facing life's challenges and in finding the best path to bolster their relationship. Caring and capable therapists, counselors, and coaches can provide needed resources, perspective, and accountability to help the partners continue to prosper together. With such support, an intimate relationship can continue to deepen and expand as time goes on. To learn more about Two Open Doors and to engage with our community, I'd like to invite you to visit the Two Open Doors private Facebook group for posts and discussion and the Two Open Doors meetup group for events. I also invite you to contact me directly by writing to me at claude, C-L-A-U-D-E, at twoopendoors.com. I'd love to hear from you, and I'll use your inputs to guide my work on future blog posts and podcast episodes. Thanks for visiting Two Open Doors. Two Open Doors.